Truly embracing your complexities means rejecting anything that can harm who you are. Like smoking cigarettes, which can damage nearly every part of your body. Tap the banner to see more. This free life. Freedom to be tobacco free. Outdated, man. I don't know listen to Nas no more. Lonzo Ball, you funny looking motherfucker, you. You said that Nas ain't hip hop? My man, you grew up in Chino Hills. What the fuck do you know about hip-hop? What's good, y'all? This is Miz 100. And this is Lady T. And this is the Hood Geniuses Podcast. This is an exclusive interview with our good friend, Sincere from SoloVilesMusic.com. Um, we're going to, you know, do what we do, you know, with the exclusive interview. We're going to introduce him soon before, you know, we get into our current affairs and events that's going on weekly you know what i'm saying but before we start this you know lady t how was your weekend and your week and everything well my weekend i just been on chill relaxing you know kids back to school so you know i just been doing my last minute shopping or whatever it's been crazy out there uh, actually i didn't know i was going to need a, a permit to carry the way these um, parents out here acting but you know that's another story but um yeah, I just been on my cool, calm, collective, you know, just trying to maintain and make it through the week. I actually have extended um, a couple of days off, so I'm just going to take that and enjoy that because I need that mental peace. Yeah, Seriously. and you know, I feel you. Kids go back to school. Them uniforms cost like a million fucking dollars and yeah, shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. And, you, and I feel your pain on going to the store and they crowd it. <laughs> With all these parents and shit, everybody fighting over uniform pants and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, on your heels, taking off your sneakers. Your oh man, your yo! You got on your feet, they run on your back, and it's like, yo, it's me. crazy. Are you serious? Yo. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Put down my back, like it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So let me get into the introduction of our guest, sincere from SoloVibesMusic.com. This man is not only a blogger. He's a DJ, producer, and he does work in IT for his, you know, his nine to five. Plus, he just, his brand is important. You know what I'm saying? This is why we brought this man on here. We always reach out to people that got something going on. Like I said, we here. Y'all can email us. We'll reach out to you. You, you know, author, writer, stripper, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Have a get your money. The Hood Geniuses podcast is here for you. We support you and we ain't charging. You know what I'm saying? We don't charge nobody to do an interview. We ain't about that. But sincere, you can step to the mic, you know, introduce yourself to the people, let them know what's going on with you and everything. What's going on, world? Sincere of Solar Vibes Music. Um, I want to start things off. I'm going to tell you a little story about how Solar Vibes originally started. It, it wasn't a blog. Back in the days, it was more of a radio show at Brute College with uh, my part, radio partner at the time, P. Love, Peter Vasquez. He's not in the industry no more. He's now saving lives in New York City firefighter, and I'm in the IT business. But we still keep in contact. We still talk about music and stuff. But how Solar Vibes started, he started the name Solar Vibes. We had a radio show for like maybe two to three years. And we had we used to play a bunch of radio, bunch of songs on the radio in Brew College. He had the idea of saying, "Hey, let's have some ciphers going." So we would have Shabam CD come up. We also had um, Eminem, Moisture Five Nine, All Lyrics, um, Mr. Live. A whole bunch of cats came oh, up there. Name is some studs on the underground. Yeah, yeah these are artists that was on the come up in night like 95, 96, 97. 
and it was incredible. We, matter of fact, if you go on YouTube, you see you hear all the ciphers, and we was featured on Hip Hop DX maybe like two or three years ago with the Eminem and AL cipher. That's the first time people heard Eminem. Oh wow! Because he was with Paul, he was with Peter, um, not Peter, Paul Rosenberg. That was his man, that's still his manager. So when it came up, he kicked an incredible freestyle. It's him and all lyrics going back and forth. Back then, I said to Pete, this guy's going to be a superstar. And we just knew it. Just by listening out. Everyone in that group, we were like, this, this, this is it. But we didn't realize it would be this big. Yeah. Like, this guy is, like, incredible. The rhymes that we saying, it was, like, some next level stuff. Yeah. And I was really impressed. That, that, that's, that's, like, back in the, um, what's that, the, uh, the Lyricist Lounge days. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They so. put out, like, a couple of, um... Compilation CDs, yeah, and all everybody you named was on them, on them CDs. Yep, that was like considered like, you know, the the endless MCs. If yep. you was connected with the Lyricist Lounge, because back in them days it actually was a lounge. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, that's real true hip hop shit, yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And everything that this man is saying, you can Google it. It's there. You know, this ain't no fraud shit. No, no, no. It's online. It's on YouTube. You can check it out. What's crazy about the whole Cypher thing is I never knew who was coming up to the show. I didn't care. I was just DJing back in the days and Pete's like, I got some guests coming up. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm like, like, whatever. Okay, let's do it. I'm there behind the turntable just cutting cutting the records back and forth. And we also had Craig G. He was a Cypher with Craig G, Royce the 5'9". I can't even name all these artists. There's so many. Apani. She was oh, on there. Female. Yeah. Yeah. Apani B. Fly. She was there. Mr. Complex. Yeah, all these artists. It was incredible because back then, there was no social media. So when we used to do it, it was like I, we did it for the love. Like everyone loved the rhyme. I love the DJ. So I made a lot of connects back then, just talking to people, having fun, and stuff like that. Then my boy, I ran into my boy on Daytuan Thomas. We, was, we all used to go to school together. He's like, yeah. back in the days, he was like the editor in chief of King Magazine. He used to come to the show a lot. So it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff back then. That's one of the, that's one of the things I really miss about the '90s. They just networked with a lot of people back then. It wasn't all this media hype. It was, everyone was there just to do their thing okay. and made money. Okay. So, you born and raised in Queens, New York, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, you know what? I was actually born in Manhattan. But, I'm, you know, I was, born in, I was born in Manhattan but lived in Queens most of my life. Queensbridge, 40th side of Vernon. So, I was out there. Gotcha. So... It's crazy. It, it, yeah, Mob Deep, Nas, MC Shan. Yeah, the legends. So it's and I messed, met, met with my best friend Dwayne Stokes. He's a DJ. He still DJs. He does all the blend. DJ Smooth. Shout out to him. He's out in North Carolina. He live out there now. So, hey. So um, this is my little uh, segue into some current events, real quick. You a fan of the NFL? <laughs> Damn. Damn. Okay. I put it to you like this: I'm not qualified to talk about the NFL because I don't watch football. Mm. So I, if you ask me about who's my favorite team, I can't answer that. I don't care about football. Mm. That's nothing doing the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. Just, I was never a fan of football. I'm a oh. baseball guy. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. So, well, well, I'm a big fan of football, <laughs> and I'm not watching it. Not the NFL. I'm gonna watch college football. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because that's one of my addictions. You know, uh, sports as far as football. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm not supporting it. You know, everything 
you know, on past episodes, you know, we've been talked about it. Yeah. Lady T, I, what, what you think? Um, I mean, well, like I, I, I watch football. I like football. I don't love it, but I watch it. I've had watched it, but right now with this whole conspiracy thing going on, no, I'm not going to support it. And that's just it. And I mean, teach his own, but I feel as though like we need to take a stand somewhere. And then we just we just constantly just allowed to be effed over and not really take a stand and boycott anything. We just feel as though that if it's not really happening to you at that point, it doesn't matter. And when if it happened to somebody of your color, it should matter, you know, and. I mean, don't don't get me started. I just I feel as though like right now NFL should be a hold for a lot of people of color, and that's just my opinion. Yeah. So. I, once again, like I said in other episodes, I have to agree with the the guy Skip Bayless from ESPN, white guy. He said, "Listen, all the black players' first game of the season, sit down, don't play." You know what I'm saying? First game, just don't play. Yeah. You know what's funny? Just just to make a stand. Like a couple of months ago, people were saying, oh, this boycott's not going to work because, you know, the NFL catered to more white people because the white people are buying the tickets. And I said this. I said, well, how about if all the black ball players just set out maybe one or two games? I think that'll send a serious message. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next thing you know, I see the headlines like, these ball players are now like sitting down for the anthem. I'm like, oh, yeah. see, they're getting it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's like it's like I, like I always say every episode. Back in the day, during slavery time, we had no choice. No, because it all stems from this conditioned mind of slavery time. We had no choice back then. You would be hung. Your kids would be taken away from you. You'd be shot. You know, you had no choice. We have a choice now. Okay, so they used to pay to watch us, not pay us, but pay other Caucasians to watch us do damage to each other. Now we're getting paid. So if we've already gotten paid, what can you do if we say, no, I'm not going to play because you're not treating my fellow brother correct. You got to come correct with my fellow brother. If not, then we, we won't play. So therefore, you buy tickets to go see who play. Because without us, there's no play. There's no game. So that's why I'm, I'm strong on that. And I mean, I feel as though a lot of ball players would just take a stand. You would make a, you know, your voice would matter. You know, if you don't, then your voice don't matter. It's a sucker. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I see that you're a producer, and, um, you know, you have emailed me songs from your artist, Brock, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying that now? Yeah, Eddie Brock. Brock. Yeah, Eddie Brock. Yeah. Are there any other artists that you produce songs for? Well, currently, I'm not actually in this stage of my, my career. I'm not trying to look for new artists. Think you know? I'm just moving on from producing. I'm still working on beats, but I prefer to like the uh, work with television shows and do scores in the future. That's what I'm aiming for. I'm not trying to like work or sit down and give beats to artists. That's kind of like a headache to me. Yeah. But I work with Brock. Before Brock, I worked with um Black Poet. I did a track for him from Screwball. Screwball. Yeah. This is back. Yeah. This is back. Well, I think it was 2006. We called. We did a song called Rhyme Crime Boss that was on um Rewind Deja Screw. Alchemist did a track. Easy Mobile. A bunch of artists. It was on. I think it was on Traffic or Lansby. One of them regulators. And that was a dope project. I did that. And Eddie Brock's first um EP, The Unboxable. That's the song you heard, Moody Girl. Yeah. 
And it's funny because I, I did a YouTube search and I see these fans sharing a song. So I'm like, oh, snap, people like the record. It's like 10 years old, still people people still sharing it, which is dope. Oh, thank you, thank you. And you know, my friends like, yo, smooth. this is smooth, John. My friends like, yo, need to stick, you need to keep making these beats. And I'm like, oh, I haven't made. To be honest, I haven't made a track in like six months. Okay, I just oh, been maybe no. six, six months. months. Yeah. I haven't done anything because I just been busy with the blog, working. You know, after a while, you got other things going on. You haven't had no time to do the other stuff. I'll get back to it eventually, but right now that's not my main focus. I stopped DJing a long time ago, you know, and I still have my vinyl, but it's just laying around, just collecting dust. But I still do that. But most most right now is mostly blogging. Then I got the the technology stuff. It's the technology. It's crazy. I'm an IT guy. and I'm gonna say this. It's like technology is a gift and a curse because not everyone wants to be a rapper. And I get these emails all the time. Yo, I rap, I rap. I quit my day job. I've been doing this full time. And I listen to the music. I'm like, no, keep your day job. Exactly. It's like, it's, this is not for everybody. Listen, I, you know, with the my music website, these jokers named The Demons keep emailing me. Hey, yeah, I'm putting it out there. I'm not, I'm just not supporting it. They're like, we... The Which? The Demons? Are you serious? Okay. <laughs> Lady T, you ain't, Lady T ain't fuck with that. No. Yeah, like I'm not posting that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then they don't want to pay. You but know what I'm saying? Because, Five dollars. Is it because of the title of the group or the song? I listened to the song. I I listened to the the video that they sent and just the name. Come on, yo. You know what I'm saying? We from this from North Philly. We the demons. Yeah, I'm good, yo. You know what I'm saying? I can't rock with that. So like, your, question, your question was What is the title right? Yeah For me it would have been the title <laughs> That's alone That's the title Because I'm a spiritual person And anybody sending me Something called the demons And we already dealing The spiritual world right now We battling I wouldn't want nothing like that I wouldn't want to post no, I wouldn't want to uh, Put myself up to, with no, Nothing like that I'm good yeah, That <laughs> shit yeah. stumble Lady T She like right the, demons. the demons What the yeah, like you'd be surprised no. the shit that I be getting, that's and I know sincere over here getting crazy stuff emailed yeah. to him too. Yeah, you know what I mean? I like to put a disclaimer out. When if you're gonna send me music, make sure you research the site. Don't send me a song it's, if it's trap music. I'm not gonna post it. It's, I just I'm not a fan of trap music. I mean, unless it's something crazy and I'm listening to your lyrics, I'm like, okay, I can't front on it. But and another thing I hate too, artists love to do this. They'll send me an email. Next, you know, I'm on Twitter talking to somebody. Yo, son, uh, I just sent you an email. Check it right now. Wait a minute. Hold up. I'm not going to jump. Tell, you're going to tell me to jump? And I say, oh, I don't play those games. That's automatic. Okay, I'm going to put your shit in the, in the delete trash because you're being too hectic with me. Really chill out. I see your email, or if I haven't got a chance, I could be busy doing something else. Just because I'm by the computer all day doesn't mean I'm checking for you. It's not that serious. Every, I get like 100, 200 emails per day. It's like, you got to calm down. And my site is just not a hip-hop site either. It's a R&B. I have R&B, rock, alternative music. So I post a little bit of everything. So it's funny. When I deal with PR people or managers, I'll answer their emails quicker. And the reason why is because they're more professional. They'll say, hey, uh, Sincere, what do you think about this track? And I'll tell them the truth. I'm not going to go back and forth with an artist. Because what they tend to do is, if you tell them, oh, I'm not feeling it, well, why not? Then it becomes a conversation you don't really want to have. And if they say something slick, 
you're going to say something that's going to hurt their feelings and they want to blast your social media. So what I do, I don't answer the emails. Because yeah. it's, it's not worth it. Number two, it's on the submissions tab. It tells you right there, listen, if I don't answer your email within five days, if it's not posted, if your song's not posted, that means I'm not, I don't like it. Just let it go. There's millions of other sites that would be more than happy to post your music. And then again, if those other sites are not posting your music, the whole industry is not hating on you. Maybe because your stuff is not that good. Yeah. You know. You know. You know what's crazy? I had a um a dude tell me, "Damn, boss, you telling me I gotta pay five dollars to post mm-hmm. one of my songs?" So I said, "Yeah." So he was like, "He's like, okay." So then, like, a couple of days went by, and he said, man, I Googled the, you know, you ain't getting traffic like that on your site. I said, okay. I'm not going to argue with you. You know what I'm saying? But $5, though, dog, what, what these jokers fail to realize is you creating a digital resume. You hit the Google, and you, your, your, your song or videos on my site is tagging you on that digital yeah. resume. So every time somebody say, yo, what's your name? And you hit the Google, you hit, work the Google machine, all your links going to come up that you attach to. All the, the websites that you affiliated with, whatever, whatever, everything comes up. It shouldn't be just your Facebook or your yeah. Twitter comes up when somebody out in the street trying to Google your name and you like, yo, I'm out here. No, you're not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe on the block. Yeah, you on a block, you know what I'm saying? But what the fuck is five dollars though? You know what I'm saying? And at that point, they ain't even gas money for me. I'm just doing it because just because I got tired of doing shit for free, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? I I paid I paid for that domain. You know what I'm saying? So what's five dollars? A poppy platter? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like come on yo. Poppy platter. A, a nickel bag of weed or whatever You know what I'm saying Like yo These artists be out of pocket yo But I'm gonna get into I wanna ask you What do you think about this Hurricane Harvey thing And these donation hustlers And I call I, I'm saying the donation hustlers Because It's a lot of people out here That's Really getting You know Fake ass accounts Saying donate to Harvey Donate some t-shirts Here go the PayPal, it go to GoFundMe account, and they they wolves, you know what I'm saying? They they hustlers, you know what I'm saying? Like what you what you think about the whole the whole thing? I mean, it is sad that that thing happened to Texas, but you also got the the, the flip side of it that people actually trying to um, take advantage of these people that lost their homes, lives lost, you know, everything is lost for these people. You know what, I mean? what you think about that? Well, one, I say I feel bad for all the people that's suffering right now in Texas, Houston, Texas. It's really unfortunate. As far as the, the scammers out there, I don't pay them any attention. Um, what I do, I, the company I work for, they have they set up a, um, a fund for the um, people out in Texas, and I donate money to them. I don't deal with all these shysters. If they hit me, I'll just like, delete the emails on, on Facebook or social media. They're not worth it. I think people really need need to do their research when they did when they want to donate. I mean, people take advantage of a kind heart, and you can't be foolish and give your money away to scammers. And then next thing you know, they out there balling, and you're like, wait a minute, what about the victims? Yeah. You know, you got to be really careful who you deal with. Yeah. 
Lady T, what, what's up? What, what you think about, you know, Hurricane Harvey and everything that's going on right now? But when you finish, I got something to say else about it. Well, no, I'm going to let you go ahead and say something else. Oh, okay. Well, my thing is, it's definitely sad. Shout out to the, you know, the people that, you know, live in Texas, you know. But what I want to say is, you know, I, I got to take it spiritual. All the negative energy that Trump creates and all the stuff that our country do, period, as far as going to other countries, killing off people in their villages and, you know, stealing, you know, wrecking countries just for the natural resources and riches and shit like that. At what point do you think God ain't going to strike down on America? It's going to come at us on natural resources. It's going to come at us on all types of ways. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's, you know, cutting welfare off for some people for a few hours or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything that we, that, that the, the negative energy that America gives off, you, you think it ain't going to come back on us? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, this is God saying, like, yo, listen, America, chill out. Trump, chill out. Drawling. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. I, I, I had to take it spiritual with mm-hmm. it because... A lot of negative energy. The negative energy is 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 so strong out here right now. You know what I mean? It's crazy. I mean, that's that's all I gotta say about it. Okay. So I'm gonna take y'all back to back in the day, maybe like mid '80s, when I got hit to these fraudulent ass. Um, yeah, I just lost the other track right now. But basically, the fraudulent ass. Um, Accounts that you know you can donate to. When I was about six years old, and um, we had the flat screen TV, well, you know the floor model TVs, black and white, and um, the guy Jerry Lewis, Jerry Lewis, right? He had um, a GoFundMe for the children, right? And um, I was about five, six years old when I was begging my. Is like somebody came up with 
really go like if you can, if you can get somebody to go out there to adopt a family, so you can actually see where your money is going, because people are raising millions and millions of dollars and it's going in, in the wrong people's pockets. And then once again, too, right here in the in, in Philadelphia, right here, right here, we have people that are not as bad off as those people, but are homeless and have nowhere to go. So how all this money coming up out of nowhere, but you still have people homeless here right in Philadelphia. You go right downtown. You know what I'm saying? You you go to Wild Wild, you, you tripping over people sleeping out on the, on the street. So how is there no money for school fundings? There's no money to help put these people that's out here right here in Philadelphia downtown somewhere safe. Feed them. But y'all can come up with all this money when stuff like this happens. Like, you know, you just, so would you just put your money aside to, to, to boast and brag and say you got it or here you go because you feel good now? Fuck out of here. That's corny. Because there's people right here before even, even that Harvey or anything happened. There's people right here suffering. No jobs. Babies are starving. Being, uh, being sold into sex trade. All kind of shit. So my thing on this is like, it's really sad. It's heartbreaking. But what about over in Africa? Same time this Harvey hit, it hit over in what, Syria? I mean, have anybody been doing research on that? Because I mean, actually over there, it's worse than Houston, Texas. Worse. It's worse. Like, it's just really sad. And it's, it brought tears in my eyes. It's like, I'm not trying to say um, Harvey is, is, you know, they, they need more attention. It's like all, all around the world, it's like attention it needs to be um, appointed. You know, and... Like, we, we just need, you know, if y'all can come up with these millions of dollars for this Harvey situation, which is supposed to be, like, what, the gold mine? You know what I'm saying? The gold mine, right? Yeah, I know. I uh, What I'm about to say, it may sound harsh, but karma is a motherfucker. Karma is a motherfucker. Because it has been so much happening in Texas. Like, they still lynching black people down there, dragging black people from trucks and shit on some real dukes and hairdressers stuff. You know what I'm saying? Nobody knows... Why a young black man is hanging in a tree over here? Nobody knows nothing. You know what I'm saying? And it's a shame that when karma hits, it hits. It don't give a fuck who they come and get. That's why you gotta be careful who you attach yourself to. Like uh, for real, for real. If I was black and I was down there, I would migrate. I would get the hell from down there. I would never look back because some places are tarnished. Some places are like they're hexed. They're hexed because of so much that has went on, and history can repeat itself. In different forms, in different matters, in different weights. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if people of color just need to just get it together. You know, sometimes we all can't just get along. You know, you just got to separate yourself and, and be more wise and be more smart and protect your family. You know, but, like, that's my that's my input on the whole fundraiser thing. That whole, I, from five, six years old, I was I was schooled on it because I was breaking down, crying and screaming and hollering. We need to help the kids. We need to help the kids. Jerry Lewis was scamming the whole time. Jerry Lewis from back then, like he was a comedian, but my man, you really was scamming <laughs> from back then, black and white, right there. So we have to educate our youth, educate each other, and come together, un- un- unify. You, un- we need to unite a little better than what we're doing. And I know, like you know, Kevin Hart was a good thing he did, but adopt the family. Forget all these giving your money to these organizations because they scam artists. Your money is just going right in their pockets. I mean, you may have no money to blow, but myself, I would put aside a bill to help a family. You know what I'm saying? Because 
I'm not rich. I live paycheck to paycheck. But if I know my money went somewhere to help somebody else that's less fortunate than me that can help feed somebody or put some clothes on their back, I feel good. I can lay my head down and rest. But to live right here in Philadelphia and know these motherfuckers came up with all this money, and like I said, not to repeat myself, you can trip over somebody laying out on the ground, don't know, don't have nowhere to go, lay their head at peacefully. That's not cool. That's not good. Pocket of podcast, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Lady T, you know what I'm saying, Lady T, yo, gotta love her, y'all. But she on point all the time, on point all the time, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna get into some other questions for you. Um, I gotta ask, man, gotta ask, what's up with these porn star interviews, yo? You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> is, is, is this like always been? You know, uh, 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 something that you always wanted to do, interview, like, your favorite porn stars or something, or just just all business? It's a little bit of both. Um, actually, the idea, it was my idea, and um, juxtaposed, shout out to Jux, he's out in, based in Newark, New Jersey, he had this thing called Chatterbox. Chatterbox is like another, it's part of solo vibes music at the time. We interviewed nothing but adult film stars, Misty Stone, Mercedes Carrera. Shout out to my girl Layla Price out in Cali. Um, it's a whole bunch of stars that we interviewed. And it's not your typical one-on-one porn questions that you see on these websites. Oh, do you like sex? What part? You know, it's not like that. It's more about trying to get their mind, what they do, what they like to do. I think one of my best interviews out of all of them were, was um, Mercedes Carrera. And believe it or not, a lot of people was, oh, she's a porn star. She must be stupid. Oh, no. Her IQ is, like, incredible. I think she was, I forgot. What's her name again? Mercedes Carrera. And she was what, talking pop. Is, is she white or black? Latina. Latina? Yeah. I don't, I don't even know about porn stars. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't, like, I had to look up on something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Look, look and see what she looked like. Whatever. But um, we was talking about politics, the whole um, conservative Republican thing. And she was, yeah. And she was deep with it. I mean, she was really, imp- she knows her stuff. I mean, she give a, she'll give these politicians a run for her money because she's on point with her stuff. It's not that some ditzy old, some chick that you're talking to, like, she don't know nothing. She don't know what she's talking about. She's on point. She's she, a Yeah, she's a businesswoman at the end of the day. Like, don't sleep. It's the thing. That's what I learned by interviewing these these women. Is like, the stereotypes is, oh, they're from broken homes. They're dumb. They're stupid. It's in certain cases, yes, but some of them, but a lot of them, they're businesswomen at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know what? Now, the reason why I say this because what you just kicked and said, right? So, she has conversations. She's headstrong. Mm-hmm. She knows what she's talking about, right? Yeah. She don't compare it to these these chicks out here that that be getting a wet ass, uh, a bag of weed, poppy platter. There you go. Not getting paid, yep. right? Broken in the motherfucker. Don't know if they lights gonna be on when they go in the house. If they gonna have heat in the winter, right? Yep. Okay. Can't even walk up these steps because you falling through the cement because the rocks and shit is crumbling up, right? But these women is getting paid because they porn stars, yeah. right? And on top of that, you know what I'm saying? Well dressed. You know what I'm saying? They getting if they if they getting their hair flown in for wherever Brazil, whatever. It's that real shit. They don't stink. They go. They good up on their hygiene. Fuck that. You can't knock that. You can't knock that. 
on some real shit, you can't keep it up. One hundred a bean, you cannot knock that. And it's, it's a business. And 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 every like, how can I put it? If you a whore, I don't knock nobody. If you gonna be a whore, be an educated whore. <laughs> be a professional whore. Don't be out here selling your ass to where as though you gotta get a surgery to get your shit grown back together for for a man to be able to be pleasured. These women out here that's really doing a thing, porn stars, they professional. It's a difference. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't knock it. The shit, that's what's up. Like if I had it in me and I really need to do that, shit, I probably would. But I don't have it in me. I, don't know. I was brought up in a road strict home. Like I was scared even until my mom was pregnant at 24. So let that be said. But listen, I don't knock them. I congratulate y'all, you know, and hey, it is what the fuck it is. You ever interview Roxy Reynolds, the chocolate John with the cakes? Nah, I wish uh, no, never. Never, never had an opportunity yet. So I interview, uh, my brother. He interviewed Misty Stone. That's on him YouTube. Oh. You can watch that. Misty Stone. You ever try to, you know, get with them like nah. on a business? You know, his business. You ever try to like? <laughs> listen, after the interview. Let's have business. You ever do that? Nah, it's strictly business. It's not, I'm not trying to get rid of them or nothing like that. Oh, you know, it's really? strictly... Nah, I never did. It's more like, I'll talk to them. When I see them at these shows... <laughs> I see... <laughs> look at the way she's looking at you. I mean, no, he's, like, he's a real man. Because, like, it's, 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 it's so hard to be a man because a lot of men stereotype each other. Like, yo, man, you ain't trying... Keep it business. Cause everything ain't meant to be touched. Cause motherfuckers out here is crazy. I don't care how smart you are. How... This is my thing. I'm, I hear like old old timers would say this all the time. It's the same thing to me. With a woman, I've seen one, I've seen them all. It's not that serious. You know, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm this stage, it's like... This stage of my life is like, listen, it's not that serious. She's a woman. I'm there just to do an interview and then go home. Now, if she comes up to me on some y'all, I want to get with you, that's a different conversation altogether. But I'm not a hound dog. It's not that serious to me. Yeah. You... You know, you strike me as a very straight, professional business aren't, you know, I don't know if you say it, but, You know what it is? Yeah, you know. You know what it is? It's because if you don't got your business on point and then you slip up one second, which a lot of these guys do, you are, you and you and the media name is tarnished. Oh, you don't work with him. He's a scumbag. I don't want that. I don't want that stigma on me. So... Even in my site right now, I have like right now. Shout out to Access Immortal and Ty, it's my brother. They contribute to the site, and I got another um, contributing writer, Anthony. He's he's joined. He just joined the team. And if anybody who wants to write for the site, just hit me up at solarbiasmusic at gmail dot com, and I'm gonna let you know. I'm not a millionaire, so I can't pay you X amount of money. 
it's it's no we are we are startups still been three four years in the making we still move trying to gradually move up and when things get big you on the team that's it yeah, you, you know that that's I reached out on Twitter to get writers for my site. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't really write too much for my site no more because I got like two female um, writers. They do like um, one female. She does the R and B yeah. album reviews, um, and another female she does the hip hop R and B. And it's funny because people was coming at me. They like, yo, how you get meet that poor review? I'm like, yo, if you read the actual blog post, I'm not the writer of that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's not, you know what I'm saying? I did that. That's such and such. She wrote that. You know what I mean? But I actually agree with her <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? It was a, she gave it a rating of a three. Meek Mill album. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? That's that's her opinion. I agree with the opinion. You keep it moving. You know um, what I'm saying? I like to also. I like to also shout out Verse Essential. He started doing al- al- album Verse. reviews, yeah, for the site. He did the Sean does Price, good. yeah. That's good. Yep. Yeah. Sean Price, and he just did Davies album review. Oh, I just I I ain't post mine yet. I just yeah. well, the female she um I got to shout her out too. Um, I Hood Scholar. I mean, damn, I Hood Scholar. Um, she um did the Davies joint. I ain't posted yet though. It's in my email, but Verse. He does good because he used to do them drawings on Facebook, uh-huh. and I was reading them like, okay, is Verse still rapping, or no? He he's done with the rapping. You know, I'm not too sure. That's, that's a question you may have to ask him. Okay. So I'm not too sure about that. He hit me up. He said, "Hey, I want to write for the site." I said, "Okay, let's do this." You know, so it's it it's all good because I, I like I said, I like to have a team of writers, contributing writers, and guest writers. If you want to talk about hip hop, if you want whatever you want to talk about, my site, you know. It's not a political site. I'm not one of these uh, totalitarian bloggers that say, oh, you can write about this, but you cannot write about that. I don't give a crap. Express yourself. That's what my site is all about. I'm not into this politically correct. You know, because we live in this politically correct society. You're afraid to say anything. No, no, no. Come on my site. You want to hit me up? Yo, I want to write about this. As long as you ain't talking about violence or killing people, it's all good. You can express yourself about music or whatever. And that's why I think a lot of people like with my site is I don't follow trends. I don't believe in that. I see, you know, I don't pay attention to a lot of blogs, but people hit me up. Yo, did you see what such and such said on this blog? Especially artists. I like your site. Independent artists always write this to me. I like your site because you're not like the other blogs that, that won't post my music. And my response to them would be like, well, one, I'm not the other blogs. And two, I can't knock them for it because they got bills to pay. Mm. And three, you gotta look at it from all angles. You have to, it's it's about traffic at the end of the day. If if you're a new artist, and I I could I see it from both sides. If you're a new artist, you got no buzz, and you go to Rap Radio, I'll check out my music. What's the incentive for Rap Radio to post your music? I mean, really? I mean, you could go to my site and I post it if I like the music. Granted, I may not get the traffic either, but it's a starting point. Yeah. You know, that's how I look at it. I'm not I, I'm not a political dude. I don't like politics. That's not my thing. If you're a good artist, whether you're an R&B artist, hip-hop, rock, or whatever, I'm going to post it out of love. I'll post your song. But I can't help it if you're just not talented. I can't do nothing for you. But I see how people try to bait me in, like, oh, you know, this site sucks. 
oh, you trying to set me up to bash this site to start a blogging world? Now, that don't work like that either. Yeah. I'm going to ask y'all, Lady T and Sincere, what y'all think about this Cardi B wave? Who wants to go first? You going first, Lady T? Sincere, you going first? Yeah, I'll say All right. The Cardi B wave? Yeah. I salute her. I mean, I don't... Okay, Look, I look at it like this. She's... A lot of people... It's not a lot of people's cup of tea for you into, like, quote-unquote real hip-hop. But she's out there doing her thing. She was a stripper at one time. She came from she came nothing. She came from nothing. She's doing her thing. I can't knock her for it. Now, as far as music wise, why we sitting there listening to the music? I'm not a fan of her music per se. I like that Bodak Yellow song. Matter of fact, I was at a club yesterday. I was at a strip club yesterday. It's crazy. They play that song. Yeah. So, so I'm at the club chilling, and I hear these songs like, oh, this is hot. So, like Q said, Q the question. You made a good point. When you go to a strip club or you go to a club, you go in here, Rick Ross, you're gonna hear some Jay Z, Cardi B, or Nicki Minaj. You don't wanna hear somebody preaching to you. This is a club. People wanna dance, they wanna have fun. See, it's a difference, a time time and place for everything. But when my this is my thing, I made a post about Cardi. I said she's the hottest rapper in the game. So okay, I put my little daughter in and I say, Yeah, she's the queen of New York. People got mad at me on Facebook. Like, yo, how can you say that? You're crazy, you're crazy. And I said, the reason why I said it is who's hotter than her right now? So somebody wrote Remy. I'm like, Remy's not hot as Cardi right now. And I love Remy. But Cardi's hot right now. You got to give it to her. But you know, And the thing that killed me about that post is when people called her a hoe and this and that. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold up. We're talking about music. We ain't talking about somebody's personal life. And my thing is this. You, you call out her name so much. But you got dudes out there that's terrible. You don't diss on that hard. So I... I said, I said, you know, I see the bigotry at work because you're mad with her. I think a lot of it's because you're mad because you didn't sleep with her. Or maybe she turned you down or something because it's not that serious. It's really not that serious. Let her do her. You know? It's a, I, don't get it twisted. There's a lot of whack artists that's out there. But when you look at her and you got Nicki Minaj, I'm not a fan of Nicki Minaj music either. But she's doing her thing. It's like it is what it is. I think a lot of it too. It's just a lot of miserable and unsuccessful people in the world. So they like to see others. They like to tear other people down and make themselves feel good. That's how I look at it. And I think if more people were more positive, it things would be a lot better in this world. Okay. All right. Um, you're right. If you know people did think like that, the world would be a better place. But unfortunately, we're we're not in those times. Um, People hate on each other because they're not in the spotlight at the time. And you made a good point. Yeah, she is out of thing right now. I'm not even gonna hold you. I only time I enjoy her song is when I'm roasted. When I'm sober, it irks me. Okay, because no, I'm not in a strip club right now. I'm in my house or I'm riding in my car or I'm trying to actually get mental peace. So that song fits me when I'm drinking. When I'm feeling good I be singing the lyrics Hey I be closing my eyes Feeling good about it You know But In my sober mind I'm like hold up What the fuck is she saying You know what I'm saying You talking about some red bottoms When I tried them on The shit hurt my feet Cause I got wide feet And then I don't know If they make um Red bottoms And wide width Wide width But I know for, I got fat feet To be skinny And them shit's hurt my feet So you know, um, you try to promote red bounds, but you gotta keep it 100. You know, so I'm just picking out different things and her lyrics that she's talking about, and it makes and it makes no fucking sense. 
But if you take away her lyrics and just rock the beat, oh, I'm good when I'm sober. But I take it all in when I'm drinking. I love the shit out of Cardi B. Hey, get it, girl. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, if you want me to, what? But when I'm sober, no. Mm-mm. But yeah, you're right. She's the hottest thing right now. Yeah, Remy. I love Remy too. But right now, and like, if you turn on the radio, you're not hearing Remy Ma right now. At one point, Remy Ma was the hottest shit out. At one point, Nicki Minaj was the hottest thing out. So right now, it's Cardi B. Do I agree like she's the best? Whatever, no. Because to me, uh, Eve. Eve, like, and, you know, I ain't going to say no more about that. But Eve, you know, that's, I rocks with Eve. She was just here, too, not too long ago. But, I like, yeah. I like to say Okay. You know what? That's That was my point of the post. It wasn't saying she's the best female rapper. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was more about, oh, she's hot. She's hot right now. But now I got these guys, nah, but... This girl's better than her And I'm like well, Hold up I never said anything About lyrics And if you're talking About lyrics I wouldn't make this post It's, a, it's like Again Yeah And it's like Yeah you guys Are all in your feelings again It's like It's not that deep And it's like People take it personal It's like Social media It's a gift and a curse For me I, Back then When I first started The website All my friends Like yo If you really want To get your name out You gotta have A social media account I was totally against it because of dumb crap like that Yeah It's like okay I gotta deal with idiots all day He's like no 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 Listen listen Do it Post and just keep it moving But see I'm very opinionated myself So I can't hold it back So I gotta say something But It's a gift and a curse Like at the end of the day It's like going to do with knuckleheads That have they, They're just so sensitive It's like I In this day and age I feel The men are more sensitive Than the women Oh jeez It's I really like it. It's scary It's It's scary It's like you make a post, and the men is manginas. It's like it's it's crazy. It goes to my point. Well, I talked to a friend of mine about the who's the who's the top five favorite rappers, and I said to me, there's no such thing as a top five. He's like, what do you mean? My top five's always gonna be different from late from you, Lady T, Ms. One Hundred, this young lady sitting right here, everyone else. So I can say Nas, Jay Z, Biggie, Rakim, and King. Somebody look at me, nah, nah. Eminem should be in the top five. So it's, at the end of the day, there's no right or wrong. It's all everyone has an opinion. Right. So and we all come from different eras. Yeah. Somebody in the South could say, well, Outcast is the greatest. Who am I to say, oh, he doesn't know hip hop? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Somebody in the West Coast could say MC Ren or Nipsey Hussle or E40, the Barrier. And I like E40. Yeah. And they'll say, even though even though E40 sound like he. Swallowing water and shit when he rapping. What the fuck is that, yo? That's how. I like. You know what? My my friend teases me about it. He said, "Oh, you like E40? That Sprinkle Me song? Because back in the day, he had a record called Sprinkle Me. I used to play that a lot. So he would tease me. Oh, you like that? The West Coast was like, yeah, I like that barrier stuff. I'm 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 universal with music. I like." A little bit of everything. Back then, when I was a, when I was a teenager, it was strictly East Coast. You couldn't tell me nothing. It was strictly East Coast. But then the West Coast came in the picture. Like, yo, this stuff is hot. And then the South Outcast, and then UGK. I like everything. And I'm not only just an East Coast dude. Don't get me wrong. You know, I had a conversation with Ms. Mahunji. Says you're from Queens. So you buy, of course. I'm going to rep Queens no matter what. Right, right. You know, you got G-Rap, you got 50, Nas, Mob Deep, of course. Mm-hmm. But I can't just forget everybody else. Right, right. You know, it's music is universal. And like I said, it's like a lot of things when I post on, I don't even post a lot. 
when it comes to opinions, but I see everyone else's posts. And you can have a civilized conversation. There's two or three. And I hate to say this. It's not the women that get on there act those senses. It's the dudes. It's like, wait a minute. You got to stop getting your feelings. It's not that serious. It's just an opinion. I blame the moms. <laughs> I blame the moms for making them pussy. It's, it's incredible. But I also want to change the subject a little bit. Um, I like to shout out DJ Fred Wadden's Rhinoceros Funk and the whole Gorilla Groups radio crew. Because I also help sponsor the radio show for the grooves that come on every Tuesday from 7 to 10. They play nothing but strictly underground hip-hop. Dope. Still going on? Still going on. Every Tuesday night. No, it's just pod, It's like a um, podcast. Just straight. Oh, it's on like Podomatic? It's um, live stream. Oh. It, the link, you could go to GorillaGroovesRadio.com or you go to SolarVibesMusic.com. You, you, if you scroll down, you see the Gorilla Grooves logo. You click on it. Every Tuesday night, that live radio show. They have guests every week. They had Tragedy Gaddafi come up. They had Chris Rivers. That whole bunch of artists come up there doing their thing. And they, they, yeah, yeah. And that's a yeah, he can ass off. hell yeah. And that's a show that a lot of people in Philly should check out because I know one thing I like about Philly is you guys have a lot of spitters, dope MCs. Yeah, and that's yeah, but that's another story. I'm just talking about lyrics. And I think they would appreciate that show because you're gonna hear lyrics, dope DJing. It's it's incredible, and those guys are good. We also um, also sponsor all the lyrics. That's Rhino, Rhinoceros Funk. That's his baby. Uh, we 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 usually do a show like every third Sunday of every month, but we've been on hiatus. We we should we we do we do shows from um at a camaraderie in East Harlem, New York. So oh no no thank you. So over in East Harlem, New York, I helped book um, AG of DATC a few years ago, and he killed it. It's an incredible show. That's a legend, and uh, the place was it was hot because it's a small place. There's a lot of people there. It was super hot. He murdered it. We had Prince Paul of Organized Confusion came up there. It's a lot of good artists that came came up there. And you know what? New York, yeah. And we had Troll Mac. Troll Mac and Sean Archer came out there two years ago, two couple oh, years ago. Okay. Yeah, cute. S Key Records. They okay. came out. You know, they did their thing. We had Rich Quick, Rich Quick and Chelly. Yeah, they came out. Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with Yeah. Yeah, I interviewed him on the podcast. Yep. Yeah, you know, we I always try to show love to people that I know and say, "Yo, come to the show, have fun, stuff like that." I believe in that, just spreading the love instead of just being. Like, never had the opportunity, but I want to. You want to. For, for what's that? Oh, oh for a show. Yeah. Go to the show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you come yeah, up. I would love that. Yeah. yeah. Just come up to because we usually do it on Sundays, but it starts at nine at night. Just come yeah. to the show. But we haven't done the show in maybe a couple of months. I'm waiting for Rhino to get back to me on when the show's gonna come up, come back on again for the auto lyrics. So that's why I usually do take off on a Monday and just come yeah, out. Because right, right. it's from it starts from nine. Doors well, Camerad is open all day. But the show starts at nine. You come in at seven or eight o'clock. There's food and drinks. So you just it's a Spanish spot. So you get your grub on, get your drink going. Okay. Then Fred sets up the turntable. You play. You're gonna hear real dope hip hop. Okay. You know right. you'll. I mean you'll hear old dirty bastard. You might be surprised what you gotta hear. It's really good music. And then you then you got the performances come up there because it's not just mainstream like names that you know. You right. get independent artists because we focus on the independent. Okay. You know, as much as you hear me talk about, oh, hey, Cardi B is a dope rapper, don't get it twisted. I do support the underground heavy. That's where I come from. Okay. So the underground is where it's at. 
And everyone started from somewhere. Everyone talks about, oh, Jay-Z's commercial, yeah, but Jay-Z started from the underground. Nas started from the underground. Listen, I remember seeing Jay-Z, Capone Noriega, and Jay Ruda Damager at dances. Jay-Z just had a white t-shirt on. And some jeans and um that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like the fever, yeah, the fever had shit come through there too. Crazy. Yeah, they used to be at fever like crazy too. Biggie, I saw Biggie at uh Fever with his Coogee sweater on. Like it was crazy. I was in I I no, it wasn't. Matter of fact, if you was in there, you was in there. You got a free concert, but other people was coming there to pay. But you know, what I mean, it was a certain time we was in there, so we was locked in. Now they don't have this type of experience no more. Yeah, definitely. But um, when they started cutting those clubs, like you know, dances, winners, and and they and fever, like I know about that. I know about that. Basically, um, when you was in high school, them them night them nightclubs that she named, they yeah. was like legendary nightclubs for for the youth. Like back then in Philly, they actually you know you had the adult joints, but then you had you know from sixteen you know fifteen yeah. to eighteen that was for us. These um young people don't have that now. You know what I'm saying? But she named some le- some legendary uh, little nightclubs, yo. dancing. It was no standing on the wall and. My face is beat so I can't right. sweat. I'm talking about you going through the door, like, dancing, and you not sitting down because the music was so crazy. And then, like, you would get somebody pop up on you, like, Cameron or somebody like that, yeah. Biggie. Like, you wouldn't even know what to expect. So, I remember hearing a couple of old heads saying, damn, I need to get up in there because these young people, they partying. Yeah. But now, in today's time, it's you hearing these old heads saying, yo, I got to get away from these young people because they don't know how to party. Because they weren't about to step on your feet. Like back in the day, you had your trees on, your your lottos, all that good stuff like that. You didn't give a shit. You just wipe them off. At the end of the day, you just known that you was up in there, you was dancing your ass off, you was bailing somebody from Jersey, New York over here, and you had a good time. And at the end of the day, y'all became friends or you know what I mean, whatever. But today in time, they don't know how to have fun no more. They don't know real music. All they know is drinking syrup, popping pills. Don't know what the fuck you listening to. Oh, that's hot. Oh, I'm fucking her tonight. I'm fucking him tonight. You don't know if that's a girl or a guy. You saying you fucking that. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. You know what I'm saying? So they don't really don't know how to enjoy themselves no more. Like, it's back in the day, we knew how to enjoy ourselves. And kind of, sort of, hip-hop is not dead. It's just dead to motherfuckers that don't know real hip-hop. So. It's just dead to... Motherfuckers who don't know real hip hop. Yeah, because if you um, high all the time, how you gonna know real hip hop? How you gonna know real lyrics? Yeah, I always said, always said this era right now is like the rappers, most of the, the new rappers, they they just promoting drug use. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, future, Percocet, Percocet, Percocet. That that's one of his. That's the hook. I ain't gonna hold you. That's my damn song though. Yo, but no, no, real talk though. It, it's banging. The song is banging. But if you just it, it hurts me because it, it, it's a banging song, but it's like, damn, you promoting purposes. So now, you know, young people that don't have that guidance, that strength at home is out here thinking, man, if I pop a Percocet like Future said, I'm the shit. A lot of this music is the death to our youth. And unless we get back out there and bring and promote more of like Kendrick Lamar's and J. Cole's, you know, and how public enemies to be teaching through hip hop and KRS One and well, 
I mean, well, listen, you got them out there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, you got Talib is still making fire music. Common last year released one of the best albums. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. stuff he was saying on that album was unbelievable. You know what I'm saying? Um, even Styles P. I mean, who would ever thought that Styles P and Talib Kweli would come together and put an album? I was listening to that um, last night. I'm like, oh my god, I forgot about this. And that came out this year. I mean, the album's called The Seven. They said that's the godly number. You know what I'm saying? So you already know from the door with with Tip Styles P and Talib on on that album. You know what I mean? It's man. Look it up on your um no, no, on your joint. Listen to that joint. Seven. You know what I mean? The seven. A lot of people have tucking, have tucking. Listen to me, shit. Just chillable, chillable, frizzy, chillable red. Yeah, you know. Every segment we always on our little wine trip, whatever. But the fruit of God. You talking about the seven? The fruit of God and all that. You know, talking about replenish and plant your seeds and all that stuff like that. Yeah. So that's like any religion that a lot of men have. Taken and they use against the women, or used to get the women, okay. and to yeah. Like is that is that the is that the seven you talking about? Because no, you know no. the seven I'm talking about is that you know they feel as though they have to impregnate as many women no, no, as they no, can no. too. Oh okay, because I was about to go in there. So that, that's another episode. Yeah. Okay, that'd be enough because I was about to I was about to turn this motherfucking table over. Yeah. You know I, I, how I feel about that. Cause a lot of women out here, you know, they looking for that that strength. But you gotta love yourself first instead of looking for, you know, love from a man. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're about to wrap up this interview, but before we do that, I want to ask you um, something that we always like to ask people that we interview on the show: name three things that you can't live without. Oh. <laughs> Well, food is one. I'm a big food guy. I love food, so yeah. My sister, my sister constantly teases me about food. Oh, you greedy, you greedy. She been saying that since I was a kid. You greedy. Even now, even now, she goes, "You're still greedy." Thanksgiving, I'm the monster. So. <laughs> okay, you saw like my boy doing. He's like, "Oh no, that's a pagan holiday. That's a pagan." Pagan holiday. Well, I celebrate the food aspect of things. Okay. <laughs> okay. Collard greens. Okay. 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 Slavery food. Okay. Oh, right. Now nah, she, she has killed my whole vibe. So low vibe. So low vibe. You always on beat. All right. That's one. Um, let's see. You know what? Computers. I'm big. I'm big on technology, so I'm big on that. I, I can't live without technology. I think if the whole network would die, I'd probably lose it. No, nah, not postal. But I'm like, damn, I can't. I can't do what I want to do, you know. But it's weird because I came from where you had Atari, so you had like the black and white TV, and you know, on the come up ColecoVision. You would think I'd be used to that. I mean, I could get back to it, but it's not the same as you go on your computer. Yeah, yeah, it's called spoiled. But you know what? I don't want to change the subject, but you made me think about something. When I was in Jamaica several years ago, I know I figured it because that's that's my mother's home country. So when I was down, I was in the countryside, not in the city side. So a lot of people go to Jamaica. They go to Ochi and places like that. 
But if you go to the country, you see how people live. Some of them are poor. And I never forget, I was walking with my brother. He was walking through the, walking the street. And this guy looks at me and goes, oh, uh, hey, brethren, I like those sneakers. And I'm like 22 at the time. And I was like, oh, thank you. He's like, you know, if you don't want to wear those no more, you give them to me. And that hit me. Because like, wow, I should be grateful for what I have. Because there's people in, in, diff- in third world countries right now that's really struggling. And we hear beefing about an iPhone. We spoil. Right. We're really spoiled. And the kids that's basically iPhone fans are dying. Yeah. Yeah. When I when I when he said that to me, that changed my whole aspect. And my sister, she's been to Africa, she's been to India, and she sees how things really are. Right. And she's like, yo, in America, we talk about being poor, but these people out there don't have food for days. And at certain times of the day, the light goes out. Or the water goes out. And you got to wait for the government to turn back the light and the water back on. Here in America, yeah, you may have the hot water turn on for a few hours, but you got hot water back. Right. But I feel bad for the people in Flint, Michigan, though, that's going through that. Right. It's really crazy. That's, it's three years? It's, that's ridiculous. That's a genocide. Yeah, yeah, that's just insanity. That's why you understand the beginning when I was talking about yep. this whole Texas mm-hmm. that is in third world country. Yeah. So... Yes, I feel bad for what's going on in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. But also understand that what's going on in these other countries, that it is money out here to help out. But these motherfuckers are so self-centered and so selfish that they just want to take a stand and say, oh, I got it. Here you go right now. Just, you know, oh, you did a good thing. No. Yeah, I don't like that. Praise. No, I don't like that praise shit. Yeah. Like My that thing praise. is, if you're going to do something, you don't, you don't talk about it on social media. You don't tell anyone. You just do it. That's, right. That's why a lot of people, they, they'll bash celebrities. Oh, this one doesn't do nothing for the hood. Maybe because he doesn't want you to know that. Right. Or maybe she doesn't want you to know that. Exactly. She's doing things behind the scenes. Don't don't be quick to judge somebody because you don't see him doing it and bragging. Mm-hmm. To me, if I see a bragger, I think they're a fraud. Yeah. Yeah. You're Definitely. frauding because you, you're looking for praise. Yeah. You're not doing it from the kindness of your heart. Mm-hmm. I know guys personally that have done a lot of stuff. I'm not going to put them out there. But they've done things, great things. They don't want they don't want to be put out there. And you know what to say this to? Being a neighbor. Right? I know this is supposed to be the end of the segment and you asking three questions, but this is her genius. We could do what we want to do. You know what I'm saying? We're not paying no 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 um office fee, you know what I'm saying? We could do what we want to do on her genius. But my thing is on your own block in your own neighborhood, get to know your neighbors. Everybody that is living paycheck to paycheck may not be making to that next check and is looking for the next meal. You know what I'm saying? So with stuff going on within your own block and just get the Get, take the time out to get to know your neighbors and, and really see them for who they are. Sometimes you think they mean, but they mean because they're struggling and they don't know how to say, I need help. And that's what I've done. And I've noticed people on my own block. You know what I'm saying? And I'll reach out and do stuff. And just to know that I did that, I can lay my head down at night and know that I did something for my people on my block. You know what I'm saying? So it starts within your own home and on your block. So before you reach out anywhere else, take to get to know your neighbors. You know what I'm saying? You you don't have to like them. You don't know why they angry, why they mad all the time. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's a big step right there too. I like this uh, touching that a bit more. See, my back in the day, I used to go to my barber named Joe, Joe, Joe the barber in the neighborhood. He used to drop some jewels. He's like, listen, black people always says, yo, no one's doing enough, but. If you put five dollars, this person put five dollars. Everybody put their money together. You could build your own center. You could do things. We spend. We have the 
highest spending power in the country. We could do a lot of damage and represent big time. You don't need a Jay-Z. You don't need a Bill Cosby. Well, we got to stop helping other people get rich. Yeah. Stop buying them $500 belts and yep. shoes. For what? Just to put the belt on, the shoes on, so the chick can be like, oh, damn, he always wear that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's corny. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's corny. Like, all you doing is just making that motherfucker rich. But then a person like LeVar Ball come out and he say, man, I'm selling my sneakers for 450 And y'all, y'all shit on him. He a black man. Y'all shit on him. But the white man got these Gucci's out. They 550 you quick to run and buy them. You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing. Here's the, thing. the problem I have with that is we've are we in the urban youth. We're already suffering. Our young people are already suffering. They can't afford shit pumas. But here you go. You got money. You want to put out some sneakers for 450. So the fuck what you got money? So what? All right, we go out here and buy these Louis Vuittons and stuff like that. But if you get somebody that will put out a sneaker at a, a reasonable price. That would shut down everything oh. because because you're setting an example of I'm rich, but I know my youth out there don't have it like that. So I'm, I'm making a stand to say this is a beautiful sneaker, thirty, forty dollars. You know what I'm saying? Make it reasonable. Why would you sit up here and put out a four? I don't fuck that. That's corny. Yeah, That's corny. But, but you know, um, did that right? Nope, Marbury, Stefan Marbury, he put out a shoe that was only what fifteen ninety nine sneaker, and he got a clown. Okay, but wait, he got a clown. Wait a minute, okay, you put out a sneaker. Bring it back, bring it back. The motherfucker's ugly. Let's just keep it one hundred. Don't put out no sneaker for fifteen ninety nine. That's ugly. Make it a feasible. Make it look good because it only take a dollar ninety nine to make a fucking sneaker. Well, when you snap on the name Nike and all that, that's when the shit becomes up here. But it only takes two dollars to make a sneaker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can go in the lab, you can come up with something that's like, damn, that atop these ugly ass products that look like fucking bowling shoes. Well, well, the problem that they said with it was they was using cheap material with okay, those sneakers. They, they used cheap now Nike so claimed that I'm just using Nike example. They actually using real leather and real suede, depending on the design. So that's why they able to charge that amount of money. But we know that they got they paying them people in them sweatshops only like 15, 50 cent or some shit like that to make those sneakers. And, and, and then I just want to shut it down because they're not using real material. Because okay, I have boys, but I have bought some sneakers that I was like, okay, let me let me try it out and see what it's working for. Them shits only last for like a week. A week. So if you really using real shit, it would last. You know what I'm saying? It would last. So I said, you know, I'm going to start buying some champions. My sons take care of them champions like them motherfuckers. Jeezy's or something. Like I paid a thousand dollars for them. Okay? They not coming home when I was buying the Jordans and stuff like that with holes in them. How the fuck you get a hole in a pair of Jordans? Can you explain that to me? If they're using real material? If I'm going to Foot Locker and I'm going in these stores that supposed to be selling these good sneakers, my kids is coming home with whole, I can see they fucking sock through they sneaker. What's good? So no, don't, you can't hit me in my head with the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So go back to the table. 
You know what I'm saying? Don't just put out anything and spec, okay, I'm putting out $59 on a sneaker. No, because these sneakers out here, these Prada's and all that, they look like bowling sneakers. Like, they ugly as shit, but because they're Prada's and they're 350 oh, you the shit. They're ugly. You know what I'm saying? I had I had somebody buy them for a birthday gift for me. I was like, I don't want them shits. Listen, my bill is due. You can take them back, and I'll get the money, and I'll pay this bill, and I'll give me some little converse. You know what I'm saying? I don't care about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, our young people need to understand that you can rock a pair of sneakers for a whole year. Save your fucking money. Stop trying to impress and buy these name brands that don't even give a shit about you if you die today or tomorrow. You spend your whole check on these sneaks. You, you spend your whole check on just to, to prove a point. You are somebody without that shit. You know what I'm saying? You are somebody without that. You don't need that. And these celebrities out here, you know what I'm saying, that a lot of kids idolize because they don't have nobody else to idolize. And they're the stand. They're the point. They're the point makers. Like they, It starts with them. It starts with them. And, and, and that was ugly as shit. I wouldn't even buy them for slippers. I wouldn't even buy them to work in my yard, to cut down trees and shit, to beat down cats and rats in my yard. Mm. I wouldn't even buy them for that. And I would leave them out there for the cats and rats who eat on them. So, once again, go back to a drawing board, come up with something decent. You know what I'm saying? And these, these Yeezy sneakers, people so big on them, they look like you should be buried with them. They look like motherfucking coffin sneakers. So... I don't understand yeah. it. I really don't understand it. Yeah. Who the fuck would want a pair of 405 <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. Let's back that up. You said <laughs> they look like coffin sneakers, yo. Coffin sneakers. You know how you gotta wear something soft on your feet to be buried with, right? <laughs> Some slippers. No motherfuckers, you bury the motherfuckers with them because they dead. They yeah. done. It's a rat. It's good. So. Yeah, we was supposed to be wrapping this up. But no, we didn't do what we wanted to do. But, well, one more question. (laughs) One more question. Name your top three porn stars. Oh, (laughs) God. (laughs) All right, all right. There's so many of them. Well, we have an old school, it doesn't matter. Hey, it don't matter. That's the real you want to go? Oh, nah, nah. Nah, I say T. I like a. Right now, I'd say Tiana Trump is one. Um, I would say Obsession. If you want to go back to old school, I'd say Obsession and D. Um, I like Layla Price. I only said because I, you know, she's she's my own girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm cool. Uh, she cool people. She's cool. Uh, so, what happened? What? <laughs> <laughs> I said she looking for a madam. Oh. She's, she's she's good. She's good. She's good. All right. So, is there um anybody want to shout out before yeah, 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 yeah. we end this? I know I'm gonna figure somebody's gonna get upset, gonna get upset with you. Oh well. Um, shout out to DJ Smooth Dwayne out in North Carolina. Um, shout out to Rhinoceros Funk, DJ Fred Runs, Mix the Programmer, Q the Question. Um, my brother Ty, Axis Immortal, Verse Essential. Eddie Brock, got in the BX. Every swig of the dawn, natural elements, and that's about it. If I forget you, I get you on the next one. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Lady T, you want to say anything? Dress anything before we, you know, lock out? 
Yeah, I, I, I guess I can say this. I mean, this probably is going to lead into another title or topic, but real quick, I just want to say to my fellow women out there with sons out there, y'all got to do better. Y'all got to do better with y'all sons. Y'all raising them into being the weakest link. And by me saying this, Dad, I know, you know, Spark is, that's my movie, right? 300. 300. That's my movie, right? And pretty much the man was like, you know, women, the women, the sparkest women raise the strongest men, right? And that's going back to our ancestry, like, you know, Africa, pretty much. A woman is the foundation, right? And it starts with us because we're the birth canal. And without us, it's nothing. So we are the ones that make everything, the creation, everything. So we are the pioneers. You see what I'm saying? So we got to do better with our men. We got to do better with our sons before they even men. And that's why the world is fucked up right now and cursed. Because a lot of women done slap. They done stop taking a part in life. Because they feel as though I'm so tired. I give up. You can't fucking give up. Because if you the birth canal of everything, you can't give up. Because if you give up, the world is going to be a disaster the way it is right fucking now. That's why Mother Nature is in an uproar. So women got to take a stand. They got to do better in life. They got to be better. Stop trying to compare and compete and want to sit up here and, and just take the easy way out on your back. And just birthing these fucking punks. Because the world is just going to be in disaster if you keep doing the, the things you do. And that's all I got to say is when we got to do better. Like, if you, I mean, I probably get a little slag on, you know, like what she talking about. But if you don't know what I'm talking about, sit the fuck down and just listen. Because this is real shit out here. Like, we the warriors. Like, it starts with us. It starts with the woman. We birth the men. We birth the boys to be men. Whether the man is there or not, stop blaming the father for not being there. And just raise your fucking son to be a fucking man. So the cycle won't repeat. So the circle won't be going round and round. So that shit will break. And I'm saying, I'm just fucking disgusted. Like, I can't... At one point, I was able to defend a woman. Now it's like, I just want to lock it the fuck up. Put your hands up because you need your ass beat. Because you're not right out here. You're not serving your justice. You're not serving what you're supposed to be. You're so busy out here trying to get inflated, get implants to be a fucking fake ass wannabe instead of being something real. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, and they, them Kim Kardashians trying to be who we are. We sitting up here trying to be who the fuck, whatever, because you don't know who you are. Learn yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's all I got to say. Like, we just got to get together. Yeah. Baby T. That's what's up. Uh, I want to shout out Sincere, solovilesmusic.com for coming through all the way from Queens, New York. That's how we do Hood Geniuses Podcast. We reach out to whoever and whoever, if that even makes sense to y'all. But listen, continue to listen to the episodes. Um, yeah, I'm nice right now. Nice. But, um, yeah, what's that? What the, okay. Um you want to um, purchase shirts or hoodies, you go to solovisemusic.com. I have my shirts and hoodies up for sale. You could just go on the site and then click on store. Once you click on store, you just have your selection. You take it from there. Oh, yeah. By the way, his shirts is in all colors and the logo is dope. Make sure, I go on, make sure y'all go online and, you know, look up his website, solovisemusic.com. 
And like he said, click on the link if you want to click buy a shirt. Um, and the Hood Geniuses, we definitely will be buying shirts because that's what we do. We support, you know what I'm saying? You already know how we talked about supporting that inner circle and expanding that, you know what I mean? But y'all know what I'm about to say right now. Dream hard and don't sleep forever. Thank you. Peace. You, you, you are now an official Hood Genius. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Y'all know what to do. Hit that follow button.